everyone. I'm Harrison. And I'm Rachel. This week, we're talking about Edison's second month of life. So stay tuned and join us on our journey to raise Raise baby baby H. H. After the first month of just surviving, we were starting to feel like Edison needed a little bit more structure in his life. In the first few weeks, all we could do was follow Edison's lead on when he needed to eat and sleep. We were completely exhausted and just figuring out how to make it through the day took all of our energy. Except for a few trips to the zoo, most of our first month was spent at home. It was around this time that we realized that Rachel's break was going to end soon and we wanted to start making some memories before she had to head back to work. We started trying to implement a little bit more of an awareness of a schedule around this time. Even today, he is not on a schedule where he wakes up at the same time and eats at the same times every day, but we do go off of kind of generalizations at this point. Around six to eight weeks old, babies have started to use up all of the melatonin that they got from their mom when they were in the womb, and they're starting to learn how to make it themselves. And a lot of times this will cause a bit of a regression when it comes to sleep starting around six weeks. It's recommended that babies at this age are not awake for longer than 90 minutes. We always thought that if we kept him up more during the day, it would help him sleep at night, but that's not really true. This does seem kind of backwards to the way we function as adults, but we really have seen a huge change when after 60 to 90 minutes of being awake, we start to put him down for a nap. And that nap lasts anywhere from 30 minutes to two hours. And basically, no matter how long that nap is, when he wakes up, that resets the clock. He really shouldn't sleep longer than three hours during the day because babies at his age can only stretch about four hours of sleep together at one time. And they usually only do that once or twice in 24 hours. So you don't want them to cash in that four hour stretch of sleep during the day. What we consider to be Edison's daytime is not any longer than 12 hours. So if he wakes up and starts his day at 7 a.m., we try to make sure that we start the bedtime routine by 7 p.m. at the very latest. And then you just add into this that he's eating every three to four hours, and that's pretty much the schedule that we're rolling with right now. We would prefer a schedule that is at these set times you do all of these things, like at six you always feed him and so on, but that just isn't what's working right now and we're hoping that we can get to that sometime in the near future. So during this month, I would say that I definitely turned a corner as far as recovery around six to eight weeks. Around five weeks, I did have another OB appointment. I was healing okay. They wanted to make sure that my infections were completely gone for sure. But I was still put on pelvic rest for another six weeks, which is super upsetting to me because you just feel like time is moving so slowly and that I'm never going to be back to normal. At five weeks old, we took Edison to church for the very first time. And this was a very new experience for us. We are so used to, you just walk into the church, got nothing to think about, it's just the two of us, and you sit through a service with not a whole lot of interruptions, and just taking a baby to church is totally different. So our church has a mother's room, which is typically used if you have a baby that's younger than six weeks old, because six weeks is the youngest that they'll take kids in the nursery. 
Rachel ended up spending the entire time in the mother's room while I was volunteering for the church. And a huge reason for Rachel not being in the main space that this service actually occurs is that our church runs the service really, really loud, and it's just going to be really disruptive to him. He's not going to sit through it. And so the church really doesn't encourage you to take children in there anyway, and they actually start watching kids at six weeks old. He did really well aside from having a blowout at the end of the service. So we got him changed really quick, but he had gone through both of his spare outfits. So we swung by Target to pick him up another cute outfit to wear because we were heading to my parents' house to do a fun fall activity. Since Rachel and I have met, one of the biggest things we've done in the fall that we just have really enjoyed is go to a local pumpkin patch and just a little farm. And they have apple cider and they make donuts and stuff. And it's really fun and we were excited to take Edison and also get to do it with Rachel's family. This was one of our first encounters out with other people, and it was a short enough time away from a house that we didn't have to worry about pumping while we were there. I will say that the hayride was not super comfortable at this point because I was five weeks postpartum and definitely not fully recovered. We had a great time while we were out on this adventure, and it was just really different to be with family out doing stuff and also taking care of Edison at the same time. A few days after our fall trip, my grandparents came to visit Edison. And one of the nicest things that we have had about visitors coming in is that visitors have come in really small groups. Most of the time when people have come to meet Edison for the first time, it's in groups of two or three. And four is probably the largest group we've ever had, which has been very, very nice. They were here for a couple of days, so they got to have some nice quality time with him. And then that weekend, Harrison's parents came over again. And this was the first time that all of Harrison's family was together with Edison. We wanted to make sure that while they were here, we did other stuff too. So we ended up going to eat at a local restaurant and stopped at a big computer store because my dad really, really wanted to go. By six weeks, I went to the OB again because I thought that my infection was coming back. The doctor assured me that there was no infection, but she did have to cut one of my stitches because it wasn't dissolving the right way and it was just kind of stuck in a weird place. That night after Rachel came back from the OB, we were just kind of sitting there thinking about how pretty soon Rachel was going to start working on a show and we weren't going to be at home and really it just wasn't going to be us chilling with Edison and just trying to figure out being a family together. So to kind of round up the end of that and because it's really close to our birthdays, we decided that we were going to take a quick trip. So at nine o'clock that night, I booked us a hotel room for the next night and we got up super early the next morning, packed a bag and headed off to Kentucky. I think that we both were kind of surprised that we decided to do this, but we were really happy that we did because before Edison was here, we really wanted to make sure that we kept traveling and that we just did the stuff that we usually do. And we are big time planners and usually plan trips out way in advance, but it's also not uncommon for us just to decide a couple days before that we want to take a trip. So I was really glad that we were able to do this and just know that having a newborn was not going to stop us from making quick trips. So on the first day, we went to the Ark Encounter and we got there around 1230 
I was really happy to see that the museum had three nursing rooms. So anytime that I needed to pump, I could just go into one of those. And it's something that I'll definitely notice anytime that we go somewhere now. I'm always looking at maps of the place before to kind of plan out where I can pump and things like that. Because we had just started getting Edison on a more solid schedule, it was a lot easier for us to predict when we would need to stop to eat and try to time that with when Rachel needed to pump. So we had a really good time at the Ark, but we also were able to plan where we were during the day to make sure that we were close to somewhere that Rachel could pump or that it was easy to feed Edison. And after the day at that museum, we went to our hotel. The purpose of the trip was that we really wanted to take Edison swimming, but with it starting to get cold outside, it needed to be an indoor pool. So the museums were kind of an excuse just to be able to stay at a hotel with an indoor swimming pool. We got very lucky that the room that we were in was right across the hall from the pool. So we spent most of the night checking the pool to make sure there were not a ton of people. We know that it's a public pool and that's just something you have to deal with, but we wanted to make sure that when we're trying to figure out how to take Edison swimming for the very first time, that there just weren't a ton of people around because frankly, we didn't want to listen to all the people that were going to tell us we shouldn't be taking our kids swimming right now. So once we saw that there was no one there, we hurried over and Edison floated in the pool for about 10 minutes and then he started to get cold. Before we took Edison into the pool, we did spend a lot of time looking online and just seeing what other people say about when you should take your baby swimming. And most people are not of the opinion that you should take your kid into the pool at five weeks old. And we just were looking for reasons why you would not do it. And overall, the biggest concern with taking a baby swimming is that they have a very hard time and then sometimes cannot regulate their own body temperature. So in a cold body of water, it can get very dangerous for them quickly. So we just decided that we were okay with the temperature of the pool and the first signs of him shivering, we're going to just get him out of the water and warm him up. They don't even make swim diapers below size three. So that was definitely too big for him. And we ended up ordering a reusable swim diaper on Amazon that thankfully arrived in time. After Edison started to shiver a little bit in the pool, we decided that we were going to chill in the hot tub. And obviously we did not take Edison in the hot tub, but we were able just to kind of sit there with our feet in and hold him in a towel. And he fell asleep and really had a good time, I think. After we were done, all three of us hopped in the shower together just to make sure all the germs got off, and then we went to bed. We had not really planned on rinsing him off at all, so we did not bring a tub or anything. So when we were trying to figure out how do we rinse all the chlorine and everything off so that he doesn't have super dry skin or just whatever else is on his skin. So it really was Rachel just held him in the shower, and I thought for sure he was going to scream his head off. And really, the shower didn't bother him one bit at all. The next morning, we ate breakfast at the hotel, and then we headed off to the Creation Museum, which is connected to the Ark Museum, but about 45 minutes away. One thing we have noticed about Edison is that his favorite place to poop is in his car seat. It almost never fails that if you've given him a bath or he has not had a dirty diaper in a while, you put him in his car seat and he's almost guaranteed to have a blowout. 
And so on our way to the Creation Museum, we knew that he was doing a little bit of work back there. And when we tried to take him out and get him into the stroller, he had a huge blowout. So we had to change him in the back of the car. It was a nice day at that museum and we left around four o'clock to drive home. On the way home, my mom called me and said that they were still having a cold and since we were supposed to go to Boo at the Zoo with my family that weekend and they didn't want to get Edison sick, we decided to cancel it. We were a little bit bummed that we couldn't do Boo at the Zoo, but looking back on it, it probably was a good idea because when we got back, we were really, really tired from our trip that we had taken. If we hadn't canceled Boo at the Zoo, I'm sure we would have had a good time, but we also enjoyed the rest. My birthday is four days after Harrison, so that day after church, we packed everything up again and headed to Harrison's parents' house. We surprised them a day early so that we could go get dinner for my birthday while they watched Edison. We spent the next couple of days just hanging out with my family, and it was nice to see them, and Edison was able to meet his great-grandma. Later that week, we went to the Indianapolis Zoo. It was a little bit cold, but Edison did really well the whole day. That zoo also had a little nursing room in the form of a pod, which is really common at the airports. And that was just nice to not have to walk back to the car to pump and I could just stay in the zoo. There's a lot of things that as an adult going to places and just looking around that you don't pay attention to because you're not a parent. There's just things that you don't even think about that you have to think about when you have a kid. And nursing rooms, family restrooms, all of this stuff is something that we have really started to pay a lot of attention to. And some places don't have a nursing room. So that can become very complicated very quickly, especially if you need an outlet to pump. But what else is just difficult is that a lot of times there's not even a changing table in the men's restroom. So if Rachel's going to go to the bathroom and I need to change him, there's no way for me to do that. Fortunately, the Indianapolis Zoo does have a family restroom that is really, really nice. That evening, we stayed with Harrison's aunt and uncle and they got to meet Edison for the first time. And then the next morning, we headed home. So we got home on a Wednesday, and Edison had his two-month appointment that Friday. At the two-month appointment, they do a lot of vaccines, and so Edison got another round of shots. He ended up with two shots that have a few vaccines in them each, and then he also had a little drink that is another vaccine. The vaccines made him really sleepy, which was nice because we needed to pack up again and head up north to visit my family and Harrison's brother and sister. Overall, he did really well at his two-month appointment, and he really had a good time with the doctor. And I think it's just really interesting to see the doctors and these nurses that have seen him at these few appointments, like, see how much he's grown. Because a lot of times, we don't notice that he's getting really that much bigger because we see him every single day. But when other people see your baby and just notice how big they are, it's just a real good gauge, and it's just sparks an idea of like going back and looking at some of those older pictures that we've taken just to see how little he really was. So that Saturday, we went to Frankenmuth, Michigan, which was Edison's fourth state, to visit Bronner's Christmas World. We had a really good time going there, and Edison has started looking at a lot of lights. It's 
one of the biggest things he enjoys to look at because most of his vision is blurry. I think right now he can see in focus about 18 inches from his face. And lights are something that just stand out even when they're blurry. So it was really fun to walk around with him at Bronner's because there's tons of Christmas lights all over the place and his eyes were just huge almost the entire time we were there. The rest of that weekend was just a lot of visiting with family and trying to relax as much as we could because that Monday we were going back to work. On that Monday, we moved into a hotel for a few days before we moved to another apartment, which is where we are currently for a Christmas show that we do every year. And that's pretty much what happened in Edison's second month of life. In the second month, schedules were a huge deal and were able to allow Rachel and I to do so much more and just be more confident when we were out and about with Edison which was really nice. And we thought trying to get him on this schedule was going to be really, really difficult because you see all of this stuff online about how hard it is to get your baby on a sleep schedule. But we are taking our cues from Edison. So we know that after 90 minutes, he's really cranky and he needs a nap anyway. We just try to put him down for a nap when we know he is getting tired and just keep track of those things. Sleep schedules are something that are just really complicated overnight all the time because your baby is going through all of these milestones and these different growths. So that is something that's going to change even more as he gets older. And even with all of the traveling that we did, having this foundation of knowing when he needs to be taking naps and eating really made all of our travels a lot smoother for Edison. And he was a really happy baby the whole time. If you're trying to get your baby on a schedule, I would really start by looking up their age and finding wake windows for the age that your baby is. And when you do that, for a two-month-old baby, they recommend that your baby is not awake for more than 90 minutes and that the wake window should really be 60 to 90 minutes. And just try that with your kid. It could take some trial and error to figure out what works best, but Doing this may seem a little bit difficult, but it's way better than living life with no schedule at all. Your baby probably wants some structure in their life anyway. By the time Edison was two months old, he had already been to four states. Next time, we are going to talk about traveling with the newborn. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.